Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I am your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about I Feel For You from the album Prince. Um, unlike in later years, the words for and you, as with Prince's de- debut, are spelt out properly. Um, there was the, There is a cover that Prince did many years later where he basically only left the word feel untouched and it was I with a picture of an I and feel and then for and then you um, in his Prince speak. Uh, there was an initial tracking of this song which was done on the 17th of February 1979 um, at the Music Farm Studios in New York where you know Prince was getting ready to start you know recording um, new tracks for his, his follow-up uh, to his debut album and then later on when you know at the Alpha Studios in Burbank with the rest of the album Prince you know kind of uh, re-recorded it um, and then obviously uh, went to Hollywood Sound Recorders to do some overdubbing um it's prince doing most of the stuff doing lead vocals guitar you know um synths um and andre simone is playing the bass um though not contributing any vocals this time um the track is only three minutes and 24 um uh, which you know it's a that's a good length for a, a prince song um and unusually it was not released as a single um then we'll get to discussion of of its its various chartings later on. Uh, joining me once again is John Muggleton. Hello, John. Hello. And um, you know, let's get straight into the track because uh, this is oddly enough, it's a it's a small song for Prince, but it's a big song for other people. Yeah. You yeah. Know. My uh, my familiar area with it actually comes from the Shaka Khan cover and not from. Uh, from the Prince version, I actually was unaware that there was a Prince version. Although I didn't know he wrote it, I was not aware that there was a Prince version until I got the Hits Volume One uh, Greatest Hits CD. So yes, but um, I mean, if you listen to it, even if you listen to the Shock Con version, you just say to yourself, "Man, that sounds like Prince." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, um, I, I feel like probably this is my favorite track on this 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 second album. Um, and not just because, you know, when I was a child, I heard the, the Shaka Khan version quite a bit. Um, and like you, you know, I wasn't aware that it was anything other than, you know, like a Shaka Khan song. Um, but I just think there's, they're like, the lyrics are quite interesting. Um, you know, particularly the whole, when I look at you, I get a warm feeling inside, which, you know, could just be, could be something kind of innocent or could be something slightly more, um, kind of sexual, Wait, uh, depending on how you want to read the song. Wait, something more uh, sexual in a Prince song? No, I know, and and I like it as well. That well, it's particularly because he follows up by saying, "There's something about the things you do that keep me satisfied." So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and also how he talks about it's mainly a physical thing. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I but I also like as well that this is probably the first time Prince has done this. But I like songs where people talk about it being a song. So Prince actually, before he gets to the chorus for the first time, he says, it makes me want to sing. Yeah. And then he starts singing the chorus. I feel for you. I think I love you. And so it's interesting that he's basically already singing, but he's just like, but it makes me want to sing this chorus line. Yeah. Uh, You know, which is kind of interesting. Um, And of course, he talks about, you know, um, baby, baby, when I lay with you, which, you know, that's the correct, that's the correct version. So. Um, if in future you ever need to figure out the difference between lay and lie, just remember this Prince song because yeah. he's, you know, he's already figured it out for you. <laughs> um, but I like as well how he says it's kind of changing it from it's mainly a physical thing. He ch- he says, "I'm physically attracted to you." Yeah. So, so he's not. He's you know he's basically 
uh, kind of, you know, there's this very beautiful woman and he's telling her, you know, I very, you know, I'm very attracted to your physical form. Yep. You're hot. And that's pretty much all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I, I think is kind of like a, an interesting take on it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of the song at a certain point is just the words I feel for you. I think I love you over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I, like if I was to pick a genre for the song, which I, you know, I sometimes have difficulty with these these early Prince songs. It feels kind of almost like it would have been a disco song if it had been a few years earlier. Yeah, I mean, it, if, it, if it was a few minute years earlier, it maybe would have been a little more four on the floor. Uh, the, yeah. the, the keyboards are very funky, but at the same time, it's, you know, not so funky that it's George Clinton, you know. I mean, I guess maybe if you were to pick something, it would maybe be R&B, yeah. kind of like late 70s. Like kind of like late 70s R&B, rather than, you know, as we know it since the kind of 90s. Obviously, it gets its its kind of reputation mostly from the fact that it was a huge hit for Shaka Khan. Oh, yeah. Enormous. Um, and as I, as I say those words... Inescapable, say, and, <laughs> Yeah. Well, as I say the word Shaka Khan, it makes me want to say the word Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan over and over again. That's right. Um, as is as is done by uh, Melly Mel at the start of the song. Yep. The thing is, Shaka Khan, she'd had, you know, a reasonably good career in the, the, the kind of early 70s. Um, and, you know, as it reached the 80s, um, her career kind of effectively was kind of over. She'd been in a band, uh, Rufus. Yep. Um, which had done the song uh, Tell Me Something Good. Uh, obviously, you know, Ain't Nobody was like a big hit for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, so she, you know, uh, in fact, obviously the the band kind of ended up being Rufus and Shaka Khan and Rufus with Shaka Khan. Uh, such was the kind of level of her fame within the band. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, it became one of those kind of classic, uh, you know, uh, this is going to be a reference to Almost Famous, but, you know, uh, Shaka Khan was at the front and everyone else was just fuzzy guys in the background. Right, right. That's right. That's that's what and, happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah obviously as 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 they were kind of they were very successful in the 70s and that's happened with a lot of groups that were kind of you know big in the 70s uh you know they had some they had some kind of lineup changes um you know shaka khan kind of left the group basically to try and become a solo artist um and <clears throat> you know she she had a hit with i'm every woman yep but by the time we got to you know like you know um the the kind of the mid the mid eighties here, um, her, you know her career was basically on the downswing, and you know she, her career kind of I wouldn't say was over, but she just was not getting any kind of uh, coverage. And then she covered "I Feel for You," um, which she then also <laughs> had as the title of the album from which this this song was taken. Oh yeah, um, and you know obviously Stevie Wonder had actually written "Tell Me Something Good" for Rufus. Um, so on her cover, as well as having, you know, Grandmaster Melly Mel doing the, the Shaka Khan rap at the start, she also had, you know, a harmonica solo from Stevie Wonder. Yep. Um, he, he had a tendency to kind of, I, I feel like during the 80s, Stevie Wonder spent his time wandering from studio to studio, just doing uh, harmonica solos on various tracks. That's right. Hey, um, I'm, hey, I'm here. Do you need a harmonica play? I'll play. Really? <laughs> yeah. He just seems to keep kind of like, um, uh, you know, doing that. Um, and also, um, you know, it, it was basically kind of like a, an all-star lineup because you also had Barry Manilow just doing background vocals on this yeah, song. Yeah, which I totally did not know. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's, it's not obvious, I mean, you know, but it's uh, it's still pretty crazy. And so, like, this was just, you know, it was a huge hit. 
Um, it's quite notable that, you know, in a number of countries, Prince, you know, he, he was the last person to have a number one with his own songs. A lot of other people seem to get number ones. Um, and that's certainly true, you know, um, over here in the UK. Uh, this was a number one hit over here. Um, yeah, I, it it I was only it was... a number three hit in the US. Oh, so... I'm, I'm actually surprised at that. I thought it was number one. I, I think it was just in the charts for a couple of years, basically. Yeah. So that's, that's what that's kind of maybe where you get the impression it was it did better than. Yeah, um, probably. Than... I'm sure it's the fact that it was on the radio almost every hour for, I would say, a good three, four months. So. <laughs> yeah. And also the video as well. You know, yes. um, the last time you were on, we, we spoke a little bit about, um, you know, MTV and, and Prince. Um, you know, obviously he he kind of managed to eventually cross over due to you know his music videos on MTV. But the video for this featured the the cast of um, <laughs> the cast of of Breaking, yep. most notably uh, Shabadoo and Boogaloo Shrimp, yep. doing, um, doing their thing. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's also like an you know this is um, I I because I feel that you know Shaka Khan's version of I Feel for You. Um, it maybe feels a little overstuffed the fact you've got you know Melly Mel and and you've got Stevie Wonder and various other people on it, but you know the video when you watch the video the song is really good, but you watch the video and you're like I can see why this was a huge hit because if you've got this video going on you know the the kind of the dancing you know that's going on in the video is actually it's you know really really good yeah you know the the, the dancers in Breaking were quite talented dancers anyway over here I should note that the film Breaking was called uh, Breakdance yeah I mean the video I mean literally if you put the video on now it's literally is a time capsule of like late 1983 early 1984 I mean it just is you just look at it and go yep that's 1983, right there. It's interesting as well that there there were, there were no fewer than four different synthesizer players um, on that uh, on the the Shaka Khan version. So that that is the mark of what it takes to replicate Prince by himself in the studio. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, you need like four people just to do that. Yeah. She also kind of altered the key a little bit because Prince kind of was singing it in um, you know like in C, and she she kind of took it down a little bit and she sped it up a little bit. Um, you know so. It's kind of it's kind of interesting, you know, that she kind of changed it a little bit. But then, you know, at that point, you know, by the time this became big, you know, people just basically kind of thought of it as a Shaka Khan song. Yeah. So much so that the fact that the Pointer Sisters covered it like two years earlier is kind of lost to the mists of time. Basically, yeah, people... I was unaware of that. And uh, yeah. it's 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 nice. It's not it's it's not Prince. It's not Shaka Khan. It's it's nice. <laughs> yeah and it's it's interesting actually because um you know this came from again kind of like the pointer sisters having a little bit of a resurgence with um i'm so excited and i feel for you was like the kind of you know the kind of cover that they did on that album and it's kind of interesting that you know they they picked like a a prince song to just do as like an album track because they never released it as a single um uh, and you know yeah it's a kind of it's it just kind of takes the, the kind of the princiness out of it and it just becomes like a just another kind of like song doesn't it generic uh, r&b yep. yeah it's not particularly interesting um but here's the thing it, because they didn't release it as a single and shaka khan did release it as a single and prince didn't release it as a single as well because shaka khan's version was the first version that was done as a single that allowed prince to win a grammy oh. <laughs> for writing uh, basically <laughs> even though it was uh, because, a, even though it's a five-year-old song at that point yes yeah isn't that which i thought is quite interesting but basically because nobody else released it as a single prince was able to be nominated for uh the grammy as a, as a songwriter 
Uh, and of course it won the 1985 for best rhythm and blues song. The Grammys have such weird, weird rules. I always, it always amuses me when the Grammy nominations come out and you look at them and go, wait a minute, that song's like a year and a half old. Why is that getting nominated? Well, I can only assume that would have completely mystified people when they, they saw that Prince was getting nominated for a, a, a writing, uh, you know, for, for writing this song that was a few years old. And it should also be noted that he also lost the Grammy for writing for best R&B in 1985 as well, because he also wrote The Glamorous Life. Oh, okay. Uh, which, oh, for, for Sheila, for e. Sheila e, which yeah. is yeah, which was also nominated. So and that's a, he, he both another song won and lost on the same night. Yeah, that's another song where you just go, oh, that's a Prince song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny actually because in later years when people covered Prince and I wasn't aware it was Prince, uh, you know, kind of before I became a big fan of Prince, uh, there were times where you'd hear a song and you think, why is this person trying to rip off Prince? <laughs> you know, and then you'd realize later on that it's a Prince song. It's just a Prince song. They're just covering a Prince song. That's why it sounds like they're ripping off Prince. I think the Shaka Khan version as well. You know, I, like I say, I feel it's a little bit kind of it's kind of stuffed with other stuff, uh, but still, it's you know, it's a really good it's a really good kind of version of it. Um, and I think as well, having it sung, you know, by kind of from the perspective of a woman to, I'm assuming a man. I mean, I don't want to assume anything about Shaka Khan, but, um, you know, the kind of all the stuff about, um, you know, it's mainly a physical thing and I'm physically attracted to you. It has a slightly different slant if it's oh, from yeah. a woman to a man than if it's a man to a woman. So I think that's also something that kind of helps the song as well, because. I feel like that's a slightly more interesting perspective. You know, having having like this 20-year-old talking about how you're super hot and I like you is different to having, uh, you know, like Shaka Khan kind of like in her mid-30s talking about being attracted to someone in that way. And, you know, so yeah. it, it gives a different slant to the song. A little cougary before there was a thing. <laughs> yes, just a little bit. Um, now, obviously, in later years, uh, Shaka Khan would actually work with Prince. Um, and there are quite a few. If you if you look on YouTube, you can find live versions of uh, uh, Shaka Khan singing "I Feel with Feel You" with Prince. Oh, okay. Um, kind of not as a duet, but they kind of like trade off lines, um, and they kind of sing the chorus together. Um, because you know, when when you get to like uh, 1998, uh, Shaka Khan did an album called "Come to My House," and the two was spelt with the number two. Oh, um, gee. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of gave away who was uh, who was writing and producing um and you know it was released on mpg records um and you know uh, prince wrote uh, i think two or three songs for it not like a, a huge amount of songs um but there was one that, and and uh, you know it had um larry graham um was playing bass on there and you had um you know um you, you had uh, um trying to think of his name now uh you had a lot of like kind of prince's band members from the mpg like kirk johnson uh kathy jensen uh you know ricky peterson michael bland those they all kind of contributed as it's kind of like the, the band for shaka khan um so it's and a, it's, you also you it's also a prince album queen without latifah. prince <laughs> i mean you also had queen latifah on there and, and you know you had uh you know there, there were a few other people who kind of like contribute stuff interestingly enough there is a song on there that shaka khan covers um, which is called "Don't Talk to Strangers." The two, the, num the number two being the two there, um, and that was actually a song that Prince recorded for the Girls Six soundtrack. Oh, okay. Um, in in 1996, it's the only new song that was actually put onto the onto that soundtrack, uh, and then Shaka Khan like covered it. Um, so obviously, once we get to "Don't Talk to Strangers" and the Girls Six soundtrack later on, I will I will kind of discuss that. But um, I think it's interesting that you know. Uh, 
um, to kind of fill out the album, Prince is like, oh, here's a song I recorded a couple of years ago. Why don't you take a crack at that? <laughs> but yeah, there's, you know, there's a couple of songs that, I mean, the, the kind of the, the main one would be um, a Journey to the Center of Your Heart, which was like a song that Prince wrote by himself. A lot of the other songs were kind of like collaborations on that album. Um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, I mean, I don't think it was huge. You know, it got OK reviews, but... Uh, you know, Shaka Khan, she kind of did, she did a few tours where she supported Prince. Uh, and obviously, you know, he, he kind of, it's unusual for Prince to kind of reach out to the people who cover him, I think. Um, because generally people cover Prince, um, in particular, let's say, I don't know, shaved head Irish singers. Oh, yes. And Prince hates what they do with his song. And so he never talks to them ever. Yeah. Whereas in this case, obviously Prince admired Shaka Khan anyway, before she covered, I feel for you. And so, obviously, you know, he connected with her kind of in the 90s and, and you know, they had, uh, by all accounts, you know, what was a kind of cordial relationship. And, uh, you know, and she, and she kind of um, she kind of worked with him for a few years after that. Um, although, of course, then she, she ends up being, as she is now, kind of like a, you know, like a, a greatest hits kind of like artist where she just basically tours but just does you know the same hits over and over oh, again. of course and i'm sh i'm sure i feel for you is one of those hits that she does as well yeah it's probably um, next to last or something so that you keep the audience around you know prince didn't really perform i feel for you on many tours uh you know he did it on um on kind of like the tour that supported this album that you know it was only a very small tour uh, just before dirty mind came out um and then he performed it you know later on you know, uh, as part of, um, you know, uh, kind of like a medley um, on the musicology tour and and kind of uh, kind of around the kind of, uh, you know, early 2000s. But he didn't really perform it regularly on tour in the 80s or, or 90s. And I think maybe that's an acknowledgement that the version that Shaka Khan did was probably in his mind, maybe the version that people knew. So iconic, yeah. Yeah, and I think so maybe he didn't want to kind of seem like he was kind of covering Shaka Khan. Um, and so he kind of, you know, he didn't really perform it to perform it live that often. Um, you know, like I said, apart from a few times where he kind of, um, you know, he kind of duetted with her um, when she was doing support for him in the 90s. Um, so, uh, but, you know, to me, it's nice that, you know, um, her covering the song kind of led to you know, a friendship between the two of them. You know, it's always it's always kind of like nice to see that. It's nice to see artists getting along rather than as as happened when Prince <laughs> decided that he didn't want Radiohead to have their cover of one of his songs on YouTube. You know, instead of getting into kind of like a pitch battle, yeah, it's nice it's nice to see something kind of friendly develop out of you know uh, out of this this kind of out of kind of covering a song. Yeah, but I feel like we've said as much as we possibly can. Yep. I think we're, about I think this we've song. I think we've covered it mostly from the Shaka Khan perspective. <laughs> um and you know, I when we get to some when we get to kind of the stuff that he did in the kind of early 2000s, you know, obviously we can talk about Shaka Khan one more time. But yeah, so uh if there's nothing else to say, I think we should go to plugs. John, do you have anything you wish to plug? Uh I'm just going to quickly plug again my hopefully forthcoming podcast Dad, what were you thinking? In which my teenage daughter and I watch terrible '80s and '90s movies. Great stuff! And you can follow us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can catch us on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or if you wish to email us, I don't know why you would, but you can contact me at Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks so much for returning to be my guest here, John. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.